It's Tuesday, August 7th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Bogota, Colombia. Well, today I am joined by my sweet family, and together we have had the opportunity to be in Colombia for these last three weeks, and what a glorious time it has been both to be as a family, but to serve with the ministry of Lifeline. And also as we've served with the ministry of Lifeline, we've had the opportunity to enjoy this country and all that the Lord has created in this country. We've seen beautiful landscapes from mountains to valleys, to rivers, to beaches. And we've also seen just a beautiful tapestry that God has created in the people of Colombia. And uh, it's just really pricked our hearts to pray for the people of Colombia, uh, but also to pray for the fatherless here in Colombia as we've had opportunities to uh, care for caregivers, to uh, minister to orphans in their distress, and to preach to the local church. And so I just want to start first with my sweet wife. And Ashley, you've had the opportunity to lead these caregiver trainings. And uh, actually, you've been the one that started each and every caregiver training off. And at this point, we have now trained well over 300 caregivers in our time here in Columbia. So talk a little bit about just the passion behind starting the caregiver training and some of the things that you've really been pouring into these ladies and men. We've been reminding the caregivers that they may be the very first healthy environment that the children are entering. And even though it may be for a few weeks, a few months, or a few years, that they are an integral part of their development. And we've talked to them about how if they, if the children learn to attach to them, then they're more likely to attach to Um, either their biological parent or their adoptive parent in the future. And one thing that I've been talking to them about is just how the children in their care are fearfully and wonderfully made, as it says in Psalm 139, 14, but also how they are created um, in God's image and that they are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I truly believe that if they believe that truth with their heart, that they will be able to pass that on to the children. And so um, I've just been um, encouraging them with that truth. And some of our goals in the caregiver training is to help them understand the pasts of the children and to help them form relationships built on trust, love, and respect, and then to help them interact with the world around them in a positive way so that they can be confident in who they are and to help the children reach their full potential. Um, And so we just believe that empowering them to give the best care is uh, essential for the development of the children. Yeah, and I know one of the things that, uh, and, and so we've done this training now here in Bogota for caregivers at an institution. Uh, we were in Manizales, which is um, towards the, the western part of Colombia, and we were training 100 foster families there. And then we went to Pereira, and we were able to uh, do, we were able to train another 100. Um, but you know, we actually got to go back into the institution uh, yesterday, where we did the caregiver training for every single employee at the institution. And today, uh, Sweet Ashley was able to be in the baby room. She was able to work with the toddlers and some of the other children. Talk about that experience. Uh, sweet one, and just how important it is not just to think of 
caring for orphans in a short-term trip? Yeah, so um, it's a little discouraging when you go back into the orphanage. And even though the, the institutions we've been in here in Bogota have been some of the best ones that we've been in around the world, um, it's still an institution. And so we know that uh, children were made to live in families, not to live in institutions. And so it is emotional and difficult to see, um, you know, one caregiver to 10 to 20 kids and those kids not getting the attention that they need. Um, And so we just, if you're listening to the podcast, we would just encourage you to pray for these caregivers because we know that they have a very difficult job. Um, Caring for kids can be trying. Um, In the United States, if if you're in a daycare, it's it's a trying job, but we know around the world um, when these children don't have parents that it's even more difficult and so we would just ask that you pray for these caregivers and that they would be filled with the love of Christ and that the love of Christ would compel them to provide the best care for these children that they would not see their work simply as a job but that they would see it as a ministry to the children and that you would pray for these children that they would ultimately find homes, Christian families and Christian homes, because we know that that is the the plan of the Lord is for children to be set in families. Mm. And I know that uh, even as we saw that, it just reminds us, uh, like Ashley said, that the Word of God says that the Lord sets the solitary in family. And so we know that family is God's ordained way to take care of children. And so if you're listening to this podcast, we just want you to know that there are children in Colombia that need homes, that need families. We met a sibling group in Manizales, a a sweet little uh, four kids, three brothers and a sister. And right now the oldest brother is separated from the three siblings because of a learning disability. And uh, we actually were visiting with them. And as they were leaving, The little uh, brother went to each his sister and his two little brothers to tell them goodbye as they were separated again. And so these kids, uh, even even in foster homes, they weren't meant for temporary places. They weren't meant for institutions, but they were meant for homes. And so, uh, Ashley, do you want to talk about even just some of the emotions that you experienced meeting those four kids and and having to watch them separate? Yeah, it was... uh quite a unique experience just to be able to talk with these children. They were absolutely precious, all very um, intelligent, and uh, I was okay until I saw them hugging each other and having to leave. And honestly, I didn't know that they were separated into two different foster homes, and so I was kind of thinking, why are they hugging when they're leaving? And then I realized that they were going with two separate foster families, and uh, that's when I couldn't hold myself together anymore just just thinking about siblings being separated from each other and and I, it made me think of my own children and if they had to be separated from each other and just knowing their relationships and so uh, we are just praying for a family for these four children um, so that they can be reunified back together as a sibling group. Yeah, and so it was a 10-year-old boy with um, really not too severe learning disabilities. He's only a grade level behind his 9-year-old brother, uh, his 6-year-old sister, and a 5-year-old 
baby brother. And so maybe today the Lord will be pricking your heart for a sibling group from Columbia, from adopting from Columbia. We can tell you these kids need families. And the other thing we need to do, and, and we're excited, and uh, we were able to uh, last Sunday preach in Cartagena and to visit a church there in Cartagena and to, to really equip and to encourage this local church to get engaged with orphan care and foster care in their community. We need the local church here in, in Columbia uh, doing the things that the Lord has called the church to do because these kids need consistent intervention and discipleship and hope and help. And so we've had a very busy two weeks. We've traveled a good bit. We've done a lot. And so I thought we would go around and let each of the children just say one of the things they've enjoyed that, that's been fun that we've done, but then also one of the things that they've really enjoyed that uh, they've been able to be a part of the service. So let's start with little Emily, who's eight years old. Emily, what has been the fun thing that you've enjoyed that we've done in Columbia? I liked going to a hot springs, which is like a natural hot tub. Okay. And what kind of water is it? Do you remember? Volcano. You had to swim in volcano water, right? And so what has been the thing that you've enjoyed that uh, you've been able to serve while we've been here in Columbia? Um, I liked going to an orphanage that Lifeline partners with and playing with the kids. You'll enjoy playing with the kids. And yesterday when we went back to that orphanage, all the kids recognized you and ran up to you and hugged you and were calling you by name, right? That's right. We made lots of little friends as well. Uh, our kids, actually, when we were doing one of the foster care trainings in Pereira, uh, Ashley comes out while I was presenting, and the three kids uh, were were talking to the security guards and having a conversation with the security guard. Do you want to tell a little bit yeah. more about that, Ashley? Sure. Yeah, we enjoyed talking to these security guards, and they had broken English, and, of course, we had broken Spanish. And it was just a joy to be able to talk with them, and they – um, through Google Translate, wrote us a message when we were leaving and just said, please don't forget the people of Columbia. And they had never met an American family before or, or an American. And they said they had always wanted to meet one, but they um, didn't know if they would be nice, if they would be friendly. And so they were just commenting that they were thankful that they had met us and that, that we were friendly to them. And um, you know, it was just a humbling experience because everywhere we go around the world, people want to meet Americans because they desire to come to America. And uh, we've been given so much in America. And so um, to whom much is given, much is required. And so um, it's just been a joy to meet people from other contexts and to love on them and encourage them because Christ compels us to do that and because all the peoples of the world were created by him for him for his glory mm. yeah and i think just a great thing as a dad and as a mom too is to see our kids be a part of this ministry and this mission and we would just encourage all families if you can and uh, if you have the ability to take your kids on mission with you uh, and expose them to things around the world so that they can see the things that are hard and see the things that um, that we take for granted so many times, especially as Americans. And go, sweet Adeline, who's 11, uh, what is the, the, the fun thing that you've really enjoyed that we've gotten to do so far in Columbia? Yeah, well, um, I enjoy the hot springs too, but... Um we got to have the experience to ride on a boat and go out to the islands in Cartagena, and we got to snorkel and see all that had God had made. We saw a lot of coral, and we saw a lot of fish, and we had a great time just being together and seeing God's creation. That's right. And what is the way that you've really enjoyed being able to serve? 
Um, I've really enjoyed playing with the kids. Um, a, a day, a few days ago, uh, we were playing with the kids. I was playing with the kids, and one of the kids um, had his shoe untied, and so I was, I bent down, and I was going to help him tie his shoe, and he started grabbing my hair and pulling on it, and I started screaming, screaming because I didn't know what to do because it hurt so bad. Um, but through that, I learned that he had been really badly abused, and he didn't know better, um, but to do not but to pull on my hair, um, and it really touched me. Yeah, and it really reminded you how much, um, just, again, how these kids need love and care. And so it was, it's was. it been awesome to see you, sweet girl, just love on these kids and pick them up and care for them. And so Caleb, who is 13, uh, you've been a huge help to us, both taking care of your sisters as we go across these busy streets and holding their hands and carrying bags and doing all kinds of things. But what's the fun thing that you'd say you've enjoyed about Columbia? Um, there's a lot of things. I really enjoyed the hot springs, but then we also got to go um, up onto this really high point called Maserati. Maserati, yeah, Maserati. And you have a great whole view to see the city. You're about as high as an airplane usually is, and um, you, you can see almost everything, and, it, and it's really cool to see the different, uh, like the really nice part of town and the really low part of town that's like really not that nice, and people are using scraps and to make houses. It's really sad. Um, and... Uh, and then I also really enjoyed uh, helping hand out uh, papers and uh, refreshments and stuff to the caregivers at the caregiver training. So serving them. Yeah. yeah. And I know one of the things that we noticed is the caregivers would light up like a Christmas tree whenever our kids would come up to them and serve them and see that this was truly a family serving these caregivers. And so we're just encouraged to see, like we said, over 300 caregivers over these last couple of weeks trained to be able to go and speak in a local church, to be able to minister to our partners and uh, just pray for us as this week goes and unfolds ahead. Uh, we have uh, 200 pastors coming to a pastor's equipping and training uh, here in Bogota. And we're very excited about that and what the Lord will do. And uh, especially pray for our team on the ground and Oscar Perez, who works tirelessly to bring these church partners together. And he's got a lot of work to finish up this week as we get forward to this conference. And we just want to again affirm as leaders in this ministry that the Lord has blessed us with such an awesome team and we see that in Beth and Oscar and in Soraya and the team the Lord has just really blessed us with here in Columbia and the work of uh, the Lord that they are able to do and to accomplish and we are uh, just humbled to be able to be here and humbled to be able to serve the children to be able to serve the people and we pray passionately that the gospel of Jesus Christ would be seen through what we do through what we say through how we act and how we carry our ways. Well, we hope to visit with you one last time before we leave Columbia and get to update you on all the great things that the Lord is doing. And just in closing, we would remind you, if you're called to adoption, uh, get in touch with us, especially if you are uh, in, encouraged about adopting from Columbia. If you'd like to get more engaged with our unadopted program and, and actually come on a trip or be a part of a caregiver training or encouraging caregivers, get in touch with us. And Or if you'd just like to give to the cause of what the Lord is doing here in Columbia, 
Columbia and around the world and right at home in the United States, please don't hesitate to give at lifelinechild.org. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit lifelinechild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at lifelinechild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.